If your introduction to Manuel Hudson was wilding out instead of YouTube, this podcast ain't for you. If you thought Black Twitter was going to let Teddy Riley's camp forget how bad he fucked up, this podcast ain't for you. And if you're still pronouncing that word for an internet joke as Mimi, hmm. this, this podcast, podcast ain't, ain't for, you. for you. Hey, welcome back, y'all. Uh, wel- Hello. Yeah. Welcome to You Mad It's a Meme, the podcast where we discuss the things you thought you gave a fuck about this week. Uh, this week, we're your favorite TV shows, sad-ass COVID commercials, because <laughs> I'm getting tired of look- looking at them. <laughs> like, it's making me sad. Everything is somber. We're standing together, and we're going to beat this. And Get the fuck out of here, man. I'm getting tired of that <laughs> shit. Give me the, the dumbass infomercials. I'll take them over these sad-ass <laughs> COVID commercials. Uh, but welcome back, man. This is your boy, Chuck. And Jordan. Yeah, man. And we're here to discuss the shit, all the shits, your favorite shit that you're going to forget about next week. So uh, before we get into the regularly scheduled programming, how have you been, Jordan, in these trying times? I've been cool. I can't complain. It could be worse. You've been doing things digitally. You're the queen of Zoom, apparently. I've been on Zoom like every other night, but I'm quarantining in my parents' house and their internet speed is just not up to up to par whatsoever, and it's irritating me. Yeah, me, Jordan, and a few other uh, of our high school classmates uh, did a Zoom meeting last night and was just wilding out for a good two hours. Good times. <laughs> Tripping. I ended up getting fucked up by the end of it. I was just down and drinks. Did drinks. you really? Bruh. <laughs> Stumbled into bed. Ate a little bag of Lay's, took my ass smooth to sleep. <laughs> That's I had gotten really drunk the night before on a different Zoom call where I drank an entire bottle of wine. Yeah. That's why I was like, let me just take it slow on this one. And then last night, my homegirl, <laughs> she texted me this morning. She um, drank a bottle of wine. She said the bottle and then some. So I don't know what else she got into. And we had a virtual baby, not baby shower, virtual wedding shower to be on at, at one, which we thought it was at four. And she was like, that's so early. I said, bitch, what you doing? You can go from your bed. She was right. like, and I am. She was like, I'm so hungover. She was like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to drink. Because she won't be drinking for like the next couple of months. But she's like, got like one more in her. And she's done. One more rally. I'm fucking with it. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been doing shit. Uh, my pregnant ass wife is waddling around. Making me fetch her water. Whenever the fuck she sees fit. And... I've gotten so bored. Yeah, whatever. And I've gotten so bored now, I'm just laying on the floor. (laughs) The Xbox ain't the same anymore. I done played all the 2K. I done killed all the infidels on Call of Duty. I done stabbed all the Greeks. (laughs) Ew. You can um, go outside and drop some plants for your flower bed and start doing some research on what it's going to cost if you want to do it yourself. Yeah. And then I'll come help. I'll go do one on one side. You can do the other one on the other side. We have to have our own set of tools. We can't share. Yeah. And we'll just stay six feet apart. <laughs> Planning uh, responsibly. Have you gotten your uh, relief check? Your um... No. <laughs> My parents got theirs. And mine still says unavailable or like uh status unknown jordan you saw rich you can't even they don't <laughs> even compute like bro why in the fuck would you even try to get this relief coin fuck you fuck you i got mine 
me and my wife, we uh, filed jointly this year, so that shit hit our savings account, and I was instructed not to fuck with it. <laughs> of course, I wanted to buy a refrigerator and some some extra shit. What the hell you need a refrigerator for? I want a mini fridge upstairs. Now I'm I have a, a plan, a layout. I need to get my couches. Need this mini fridge, and I need a bar. All before Charlie gets here and she takes away all of the fun out of everything. <laughs> you need to get some extra seating up there first. I'm tired that, of standing that's around looking one. at yeah. two recliners. Get <laughs> the couches. That's the first thing. Then you get the bar, so I ain't got to do shit. And then the mini fridge can come with that, but it's like $150. It's not that much. Is Charlie's room together? Absolutely not. Exactly. That's what you need to focus but on that's first. Not, that's not on me. That's on my wifey. She needs to no, be doing that. She is on bed rest. She, you need to be doing that. She All she got to do is order the furniture. I'm going to put it together, obviously. She needs to pick the paint. She hasn't even picked the paint color yet. So until okay. she does those things... I'm just, you know, whittling away. But uh, withering, whittling, same difference, whatever. I'm just letting you live now. <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying to be the I, damn police encyclopedia. I'm just trying to make you better for your email. <laughs> 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 Fucking, uh, did you see the people that uh, got basically scammed with their uh, relief checks? Yeah, kind of. I didn't read it because it made me irritated, so I just kept pushing. But I keep seeing the memes with the pyramid scheme that's like <laughs> a diamond shape. And then oh. everybody was like, let me just show you. And like turns it on his side and is like, that's a pyramid. <laughs> okay, two two separate things. What I'm talking about is oh. uh, there. you know how people like go to like the hood spots to get their taxes done. They'll like front them some of their money. Oh, yeah. yeah so <laughs> it was a group of at least 30 of my people who <laughs> was trying to argue with cops, deputies, the people who own the tax plays, all that. Apparently when they were doing the taxes, they fucked some shit up. And now these people not getting their $1,200 like they supposed to. Well, and then the other thing that was happening with some people was um, who they filed their taxes with, they get their tax return, and then, like, it gets doled back out because they get a piece of it or whatever. Yeah. Or something. I don't know how it works. I've always done it through a family friend. But um, so their stimulus check is going to the same place where their taxes went to, which is that person's account. And then they're all claiming that that person is just keeping their money. And yeah. said, and they're getting, well, it hasn't come in yet. <laughs> Right. So I, I want everybody to know maybe this is a lesson for those, you know, not educated enough. Number one, TurboTax does something for free. You know, you can do your own taxes if you aren't good with numbers, because I fucked up a few tax returns to my heyday. Uh, take that shit to H&R Block where they give you the money up front and it's all, you know, uh, insured by like the Better Business Bureau and shit. Not, you know, JoJo down the street. Who you our man man is gonna give you X amount for the taxes? I, it it just didn't add up. I want our, our people to do better. Who you don't want on your ass is the IRS. Them motherfuckers FBI are relentless. FBI is scary, but the Revenue Service will fuck you up for years, Bruh. For years. <laughs> they were on my ass. Uh, thank God I caught that shit and COVID kind of saved my ass because uh, it was gonna be a, a rough fucking spring. Without it. So, yeah, man, pay attention to the shit, man. Take care of yourself. Don't let these people fuck you over. 
every Sally, opportunity chance they get. Sally Mae is a bitch, but she just knows that she got you for years. So yeah. she's just gonna let you do whatever you want to. The FBI knows we're looking at you all the time. So if you if you do something immediately, then we'll come get you. But outside of that, we're just gonna invade your privacy all the time. But the IRS will come find you. Come and find they'll you. let you think they'll let you think that you are good and safe and then come later and fuck you up when you at your at the peak. <laughs> As soon as you think you're winning, they flip the switch on your ass and start deducting garnish <laughs> wages, nigga, whenever you get through. I just wanted to talk about that, you know, a little checkup on us, because if the people are wondering, we are still doing okay out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the battle of the B and D list celebrities. Okay. Because this shit was annoying. Emmanuel Hudson and spoken reasons got into it. <laughs> so let's just lay out everything that happened. If you saw some of it, but didn't understand what was happening. So uh, most of us know, we all know spoken reasons from YouTube because that's basically all he's really done. I know he's another shit, but that's what we know him from. And then Emmanuel Hudson broke out on YouTube and then kind of still had a following. No one's kind of really paying attention until he really blew back up on wild now when wild now kind of did their like, refresh of everything yeah, and started doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And then Emmanuel Hudson has now turned into a very key player on wild and out. Whereas a lot of people that have moved over from being like internet comedians, not all of them have been able to make that transition into wild and out. There's like a very few of them that weren't actual comedians that came from the internet and came him DC young fly um, Carlos that Miller. have like made themselves Carlos was he not a, he does stand up though right like he was oh yeah he was an internet guy yeah yeah okay so I'm talking about specifically people that like are funny on the internet when they make their own content have been on wild now because Nick likes to tap into that resource um, but has only really struck gold with a few and like Manuel Hudson has made himself a cornerstone of the current version of wild now mm-hmm. anyway with that being said Years ago, 2012 to be exact, Emmanuel Hudson and Spoken Reasons made a viral video called Asking All Them Questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, uh where you been? How much? How much? How much did you spend? Yeah, I trust you. Now unlock your phone. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Who is this? How? So you probably saw it at least once in your life. I know I've watched it at least 60 times in my life. Because I distinctly remember when it dropped. But let's get to the to the meat and then we'll talk about everything. Um, and then you never really saw them together again until Spoken Reasons came on Wild Now. There was a wild style they're doing their thing and then suddenly e-man comes up and starts <laughs> spitting like real like battle bars and it gets like quiet and you can he see everyone on the cast kind of being like knew this was coming and like it doesn't seem as like playful like it seems personal yeah and after the fact we find out that it definitely was personal and everybody got online and told their story <laughs> Yeah, and 
Uh, that's cute and all, but we're so bored now. I'm I'm just doing bored levels where we're giving a fuck about a B list in a manual and a D list in spoken reason. Celebrities, celebrity beef. Like this was who my thing is like. Who gives a fuck? Who who got shammed out of asking all them questions? Like, I think it was more the fact that it's always funny to see somebody kind of be given their ass. <laughs> in wild style and not be able to handle it. Yeah. Like people were putting spoken reasons in the same books as Azalea Banks. Like Wild Now is an interesting show to go on, especially if you are who spoken reasons is. That yeah. was probably a bad choice on his part. But well, a I take that back. Probably a great choice on his part because how many I haven't talked about spoken reasons in years. In ever. So <laughs> um Maybe that's what did it. Um, there was hella memes and stuff. It was just the fact that not only did man, E-Man go in so hard, he, like, provided, like, <laughs> Charlamagne said or retweeted something that was like, he'd been waiting on to spit those bars. He'd been writing and rewriting and thinking about those bars for years. <laughs> he definitely Eminem 8-miled it. This is my final shot just all in his ass. But if you're spoken reasons, you had to have known that was going to come. Like, you know if you're going to Wild and Out, you know Emmanuel Hudson's going to be there. You know you're barely funny as it is, so why even put yourself in that predicament? I'm wondering if he thought, since he hadn't spoken on it in seven years, that maybe he wasn't going to do it yeah. like that. They were gonna cause it did you actually watch Emmanuel's live? You said you checked in, but I don't think you listened. <laughs> uh, I checked in a little bit, but it, it it seemed like real catty and girly the way everybody was kind of speaking on it and not speaking on it. It was, and DC said they was doing he was doing too much for the internet, but he said that spoken came up to him before the taping and was like, let's talk. And he was like, No, I've been trying to talk to you for years and You've been like brushing me off, so <laughs> no, thank you. Basically, and spoken was like, I just want to like clear the air, and Emmanuel Hudson was like, I don't, <laughs> so bye, basically, because he said that he's been like, because he said the so the original issue was they posted the video, spoken reasons they both posted on both their YouTube channels, but spoken reasons link got posted in more places and got became like the landing spot for the video as opposed to Emmanuel's. So his is at like 67 million views now. And Emmanuel Hudson's is only at like a couple hundred thousand or maybe like a million. So there's a bigger check on Spoken Reasons channel than there is on his. So he tried to, they were supposed to like have an equal partnership on how like the money from those views comes in and Spoken Reasons just goes to him basically. Mm. And so, and he said when he tried to take legal action, the way that everything was set up, he basically didn't cover his own basis to make sure that he could get that because it's on his channel, so it's technically his content. And if that's what he wanted, he should have either gotten a contract or not allowed him to post it. So mm. then he was like, that's my bad. I have to take that L because I didn't know I was young. I was like super young, didn't know the business yet. I was just fucking around on the internet. And he was like, I just had to take that. But for somebody who's supposed to be my boy, that was shady. And he was like, so they just went their separate ways. And then Spoken Reasons would, like, make little comments online about him, like, being a bitch. I can't remember what he said <laughs> exactly. And he said that he tried to reach out to him, and he would just ignore him and say he didn't know him. So he was like, all right, fuck it. I don't know you then. 
So it was like Emmanuel's like comeback moment of like, now you on my show. And then told him, your most viewed video has my face. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. There are bigger things to, to be beefing over. I just feel, I don't know, man. This one is beyond me. It was funny. It definitely it, it was entertaining. Views, yeah, and and when Emmanuel did do his like a little soliloquy and you know gave him the bars, that that was cute. But then <laughs> let let it be that. Don't take it to the IG. Don't don't be extra. Like fam, y'all. Well, Emmanuel's making money. He's you know touring. He's doing what he has to do. Spoken reasons is doing something. You know he he had his run. You yeah, know? apparently he has like a motivational thing that he's doing and like inspirational stuff. Mm. <laughs> I would rather see my other YouTube friends or friends, the people I used to admire, fuck spoken reasons in the manual. I want to see like hot damn, was it hot damn? Oh my rock? god, yes, I want to see him out here in these streets. He was the goat. The whole Let me theory. tell you about your bottom, bitch. yes. <laughs> Yes, he had too many. And then Dormtainment, they never really got what they should. Yeah, they so out. that was the other thing that Emmanuel said is that he's known for doing this to people and he had done it to like multiple people. And one of the people he talked about was Dormtainment. Mm. Hey, man, somebody got to get got. And if he is the getter, if he's taking everybody's booties out here, he's the booty Ew. snatcher. <laughs> Let him be the booty snatcher. He's not snatching no more. He's Scott, St- not Scott Storch. Uh, who's B2K's manager? Uh, <laughs> Chris something. Um, Just snatch your boots. Gross. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's just really interesting because now I guarantee, like, regardless of who's trying to scam who, no one would be dumb enough to fuck up an internet contract right now or, yeah. like, not even have a contract. But then again, Meg Thee Stallion is out here and about to be in a year of litigation over a contract she signed like two years ago. Yeah, that's the thing, fam. You you be so excited to you know get your break and be that guy. You damn near willing to sign anything without reading mm-hmm. over everything. And Which is, you, yeah, that's kind of what he said. Yeah, so I mean, it is what it is. You live and learn. Most of your favorite artists go through it at one point in time. Even your little content creators, which are now shit, basically artists, anyways. So, I just remember that video coming out, and I remember it on Facebook, and it was so freaking hilarious. And like now, it's not that original, but at the time, there really wasn't a whole lot of stuff like that because it wasn't nearly as easy to like record your own song, make a video to it in like your bedroom. Yeah. Which now sounds like, like, literally, I can make a video with the same production value with, like, my original, own original content in, like, the next 12 hours with what I have in this house. <laughs> right. But Whereas they had to have, like, equipment and, like, invest in it and then also be creative enough to actually put it together. Big facts. Yeah, man, they, they definitely were the pioneers to the, you know, the new wave that kind of went into the vines and kind of went into... The, the short instant videos but that is now a dinosaur that is something that will be <laughs> in a museum if, in a few years I can't wait to take my kids to it 
and then be like, did you really used to do this? And I'll be like, yeah, I actually had to deal with dial up Internet. That's the thing. Right. Just another thing in the museum of old modern history that will be hung up. Maybe we should open up that museum. They'll be looking at, like, cars with, like, CD players the same way we look at cars with, like, 8-track players. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this? How do you even work this? Like, bro, you ain't have Bluetooth on your phone to just play <laughs> that shit from? The fuck? Where's the screen app for this car? How did you ever know what was playing on your radio? Bruh, they don't even make CD players in cars anymore. You have to request at that. All. Yeah. It's a wild time or to be you- alive. DVD players for like TVs and shit. Yeah. Well, you could just use an iPad. So easy. <laughs> hey, did you see? I just want to talk about it real brief because she is one of the most interesting things on the internet. Bad Barbie. To you. Her name is Bad Baby. You don't even know her name. <laughs> bad Baby, Bad Barbie. I be getting her confused <laughs> with uh, the Mexican rapper. Uh, but did you see her compare African Americans to monkeys, basically? I don't follow her. <laughs> you I don't either. This was on, I don't pay attention to. I follow her on Instagram because she is uh, a case study I've been researching for the last six months. But so they there was a picture like two weeks ago where she finally transitioned. She reached level 9000. <laughs> she became a black lady. Right. I took the picture. I put it on my Twitter with side by side. That got buzzed. Like a few days later, everybody else seen it. So everybody's posting this picture. Like, look at her from, you know, uh, from Dr. Field to now. She had long, dark hair. She had a slender nose. She kind of looked like Monica, the singer. That's the thing is she really just, well, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. So she, she reached a new peak, right? And so, of course, the Internet got hold of it and it got in her ass. And so she gets on live because that's what everybody's doing right now. And sometimes <laughs> it's a blessing. Sometimes it's a curse. And she gets online and says this. So I'll clip it in. And then another thing I like to say is y'all, y'all say that I, I try to be black because I, I grew or I, and maybe a reason to me trying to be black because I grew up in the hood. Tarzan, right? He, he, the story of Tarzan. You started um, to act I'm like done. a monkey. Bye. I'm, we're done. Cut. Cut it. Cut. Cut the recording. It's some I of the dumbest shit. Cannot. And y'all just be giving her attention. People That's how she like, wants. bitch, what? That's the same thing. You can just be from the hood and that instantly makes you black. Like, no, it doesn't work like so, that. Imagine she's what nineteen, mm-hmm. maybe not seventeen, imagine, eighteen. Imagine your seventeen-year-old is hanging out with her because she's got clout; she can get you in wherever. Because for whatever reason, she's a celebrity. What do you say to your child? Because you know, kids don't listen to their parents. So, so there is there are people that are friends with her that don't understand that what she's doing is insane. Because all they know is is getting her attention, and the more attention she gets, the more money she gets. And the more privileges she gets. Mm-hmm. We know this shit will be over in like two years tops. But like, like it's a, it's a matter of time before she starts like going on benders and like losing her shit on TMZ and then like going She's to She's totally going to Molly Cyrus it soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's coming. But just like somebody supporting her for us to get to this point. Like, yeah. Cause this is the, the thing. culture will smother uh, at, at something 
eventually. The but culture, she's still going. The culture smothers talentless are like completely ridiculous. She makes decent music. So that's keeping her afloat. That's keeping like the little tweeny bops on her <laughs> on her ass. Like that's making her relevant. Not it's not music for us, it's music for the thirteen year olds. And she's kinda attractive. That's getting her to thirst trap niggas. <laughs> That's getting people on her Instagram. Cause I've said it before. Like she's a cute girl. If she cause when she's not doing the black thing and she's kind of straddling and just, you know, being like a Kim Kardashian type, she's more cute. of an Instagram model yeah. than like <laughs> than trying to be like a black lady. When she tries to be a mm-hmm. black lady, that's when I gotta shut it off. Like, okay, yeah. bitch. This is this <laughs> is too much. So she she's gonna be around for a while, but you know, the more she and there was a follow up video too where she apologized kinda and she was with uh, a friend of hers that got pissed off because uh, bad B- Barbie baby baby bad bad baby was saying like I'm sorry but I'm sorry but and a friend's like nah motherfucker quit singing but quit trying to make excuses you fucked up say you sorry leave it alone like quit trying to make look, everything y'all. extra look y'all I'm not racist look at my black friend right. And the black friends getting getting pissed off. So, uh, you know, she's going to Molly Cyrus, Britney Spears herself, around 21. Along the same lines. Oh, yeah. Especially when she can drink without having to, like, mm-hmm. be worried about, like, <laughs> any type of legal trouble until she gets that DWR. Yeah. Um, She's kind of like the, the weaker prey situation when it comes to the thirst traps. Like, there's clearly something wrong with her. So... <laughs> She's probably an easier score. Like the <laughs> there's two antelope in the field. One of them got a broken leg, and the other one can run full speed. I'm yeah. gonna go for the broken leg. <laughs> right, right, right. Gotta have that follow just in case she slip up. It only takes one to get flued out. <laughs> At some point, she's just gonna collapse, and I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> so the, pick up the pieces, bruh. I, and then you become <laughs> Kevin Federline. And then you what make a, babies. Whoa. What a random call out. <laughs> hey, man. You got to connect the pieces. <laughs> so I, I just kind of wanted to speak on, on that. And uh, yeah, man, she's ridiculous. But she's well, my favorite thing to watch. <laughs> That's so irritating. So speaking of out-of-touch teenagers, <laughs> we got to talk about it. Strap there in. Was... Strap <laughs> in, y'all. It's going to get bad. Honestly, I don't even think it will because we just need to talk about some common sense. And I think we need to talk about the conversation needs to be had is how we talk to the youth because the youth ain't getting it. But we'll get there. Okay. So there was a TikTok that went viral posted by a Georgia teen um, of her classmates. And it was a girl and her boyfriend. They were white. You'll see why. Um, And they were making one of those videos where you like mix the ingredients to make a person or a thing. Mm-hmm. However, it was one of the most disgusting things I've seen in a long time. I, I honestly couldn't even watch it all the way through the first time. And I still haven't watched it all the way through. I ended up reading a transcript of what it was. So they go in the bathroom. If you saw the screenshot, but didn't know what it was about, they are making the N word. And then their ingredients were disgusting, like, stereotypes and not even just like some of the worst things that aren't even associated that were supposed to make up this thing. And it was so gross. And it was shit like not having a father was an ingredient 
into making this. And they're like laughing and giggling and thinking it is the funniest thing in the world. And the girl post who posted it was like, I'm sure this won't get a lot of attention. And the fact that she didn't think that it was going to like get attention. She was like, this is what I deal with all the time since I moved to this town. And they really think this is okay. And she basically screen recorded the TikTok and posted on Twitter where it blew up. Yeah. And of course the first time I saw it, it was because of the Carrollton high school um, statement that said that they would be expelled. And I immediately thought it was in Carrollton, Texas, but I was like, wait, they don't, we don't have a Carrollton high school. They're all different names. So it's in Georgia. Okay. That was going to be my first question. Uh, I thought it was in Texas. I thought the same thing you thought, Uh, but it makes sense for it to be in Georgia and not Texas. Cause at least in Texas, they hide their racism in Georgia. It's blatant. It's right there in your face. I just, I can't, I, it, I, I can't even talk. Like, it absolutely blows my mind that they did not once, for a second, even consider that this was disgusting. And they thought it was really entertaining. I'm, I'm not shocked that there are people still in this world that think this way. Uh, I'm not shocked that they posted it thinking they were going to get a positive reaction. I'm I'm shocked at their reaction from the backlash. Like so in today's world, if you are racist, homophobic, xenophobic, whatever, and that shit gets out, you get canceled. Any Betty, any Colin Karen, anybody that does anything stupid nowadays, as soon as the internet gets it, you're done. So why in the fuck did you think when you put it on TikTok? For your friends or whatever, that somebody following wouldn't put post that to get in your ass. Like you didn't think that through. So, and that's the thing that comes with like the privilege of the privilege that they have is they think they're above it. They think there are other people that think like me. We're just allowed to think it behind closed doors. So I'm sure it was like she only had it's a private TikTok. She has only so many people following her. They clearly are all white, and so she just assumed we all think this way and this is going to be funny because this is what they do behind closed doors. What Nowadays, what the fuck does a black person do to these two teens for them to even get to that point to make the video? Did somebody fuck your, your girlfriend? Bro, <laughs> was black? Like, what, did, did somebody fuck your mama yeah. and it was a big black you? dick? Yeah, like... Who hurt you? <laughs> the only thing we're giving you is the LeBron James, the Obamas, everything that is amazing in this world, every viral dance that you're looking at. Black people are behind it. Black people yeah, making everything awesome. On, the whole reason you're on TikTok right now is black people. Stop it. Boom. <laughs> we make everything cool. We move culture deal with it bruh so why are you so mad that you had to make this stupid ass video and black people don't even have all the characteristics that you put in the little stupid ass sink and it looked like they they have stank everything about these little children was foul and they thought they was was gonna get cool off of this shit so nasty so and then in the we'll come back to like what needs to happen next But in the aftermath, so I'm confused because I'm pretty sure there are troll accounts now of hers. I think she deleted her original accounts. And there's a troll account right now that a lot of people are reposting that is so blatant. I know she's not doing this shit because she is now too scared. But um, her original account, she commented on somebody's thing when it first 
like started getting some buzz, not before it went viral and was like, you think I'm going to apologize? I'm not. And then she ended up putting an apology on her story and was like, I've been expelled from school. This shouldn't ruin my life forever. Um, please don't get me kicked out of my dream college. I'm really sorry. But then in the apology, she called, she said, I think all blacks are something, something. She just, Oh, I got it, it right here. Black people ruined my life. They can't function in society, no, so they took that's me. Not, oh, wait, that's, wait, 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 wait. That's okay. the troll account. I don't think that's real because that's not the same name as the original one. Okay, here it is. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Quote, I believe blacks are human, too. They yes. made made in the image of Christ. I have disappointed God. I want to apologize. Please don't contact my college. It's my future. And one mistake should not ruin a life. Also, please stop with the death threats. Again, I apologize sincerely. Steph. She began the quote by saying it was her boyfriend's fault. Uh, this bullshit. Yeah. Uh, in in the, the year we've spoke on it so much on this is the age of wokeness. Every, every young something is doing something to better the world, whatever, whatever. So obviously you've been educated on, you know, being racist or being homophobic, you had to get one of them lectures. You had to see some online. You got TikTok, so you're looking at all the informational TikToks where they dance and telling you not to be a dick. And you still want to po- post this for whatever clout. You deserve, I feel like I don't give a fuck of the age, if from 16 up, where you're able to function at least to the, the fact of being able to operate a vehicle, you deserve. Everything to be stripped from you. You should be socially bankrupt. Everything that's, needs to. That's the thing that I don't think other people understand is there are some people that are trying to categorize this separately. Whereas if she would have been smoking weed, doing drugs, driving drunk, texting and driving, doing something else, hella reckless, the same people that are defending her would be like, that shit is out of control. She's irresponsible. That's gross. She deserves to have her life ruined. If she had gone on there and was getting an abortion, people would have lost their minds. But don't understand that this shit is the same level of, like, disrespect. Like, just, I, I don't even have the words for it. Abhorrent. <laughs> like, there is no place and no reason for any of this mentality to still exist. Although we know it does. To For you to be so bold and feel like, because, of course, they did it for, like, the shock factor to entertain for you to think that that is even possibly an entertainment thing of any sort just is insane. and means that no one else in their life is telling them that it is that wrong. Yeah. They just think it's like kind of wrong. Like that's not some shit you should do in public type shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we need to get them out the paint and we just to be clear, when you go bankrupt normally, Everything is taken from you, correct? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you have to rebuild your credit, your income. Yeah, this is what I want to happen to little children. They need to be socially bankrupt. And you got to rebuild everything. That means taking Absolutely. away all of your social media. Start making friends over again. All your friends need to leave you. And you need to show everyone that you are a reputable person after you go away to like some resurgence camp but after they get in your ass for three months you know how they have gay camps we need to have like racially uh uh rebuilding camps where we teach motherfuckers <laughs> that the skin of your the color of your skin means nothing 
Let's all just be amazing human beings. Put her through that. Take away all the social media. Had a bitch start all over. Make them all do African-American history. The real shit, not yeah. the fake shit you got in school. Take their ass to Grambling, Prairie View, Southern. Oh Hampton. my God. Have them <laughs> in the, if they want to go, that's right. If they want to go to a college, make their ass go to a HBCU and get a real <laughs> education and learn from nothing but people of color. Yeah. Or, you know, you so big and bad, go try that shit out there. Oh, yeah. Get your ass eight town stomped in a heartbeat. Your dream college. <laughs> Bitch, how you pass? Do you deserve an education? Hell. Her <laughs> favorite subject was probably history. <laughs> <laughs> Civil War was a shit. Oh, no. Her favorite subject was PE because she can't pass nothing else. Ah, uh, because this, I don't get it, man. The thing is that people need to understand is the, there, it, there's support for this. There is someone defending this behavior in some shape or fashion. What I wouldn't be surprised if a GoFundMe starts for this little girl soon. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because that that's the type of shit that happens when the uh white collar or the uh MAGA MAGA people get caught up in some shit. They always come to save they each other's ass, but they don't never speak bold enough in a room full of people of color. Hell no. Like, even people in the KKK got a rally with themselves. They ain't out here in these streets talking about mm-hmm. you ain't in Baltimore popping off downtown, are you, dog? No. Nah. And still still in mass at the rally. <laughs> exactly. So, in the same way, did you see Kyle Larson, the NASCAR driver that has been fired? I kind of seen that, but kind of not. So, he was doing, he was online playing games. Or, was he online? I'm still confused about he was I knew he was streaming. He was streaming and he was talking to his team and casually dropped the N-word, which tells me he does this on a daily basis. He just does it behind closed doors with people that allow him to do it. Yeah. And this time he got caught because he was comfortable, so they say. So immediately his sponsor started dropping him and now he's kicked out of NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> And he was like a really promising driver. And what is absolutely insane to me is the amount of people that are backing him up, which should we be surprised? No, he's a NASCAR driver. But NASCAR has been trying to like change their image for a really long time and trying to make themselves not look like the redneck sport that they are. You know what I've never seen in NASCAR? A black driver. Driver. (laughs) I knew he was going to say that. I'm thinking about that now. I think there are, but they haven't been like. They're not in the Sprint Cup. They're not in the big leagues. But also, I don't follow NASCAR. I get the sport, but I just don't watch it. Eight in all time. Most recently, double digits. Check this name out. Most most recently, Bubba Wallace in 2017. (sighs) Boy, I I know Bubba. I know Bubba, boy. So for so for the same they're doing the same thing with him when they're defending him in that he's such a promising driver he's so good one th- one time shouldn't ruin the rest of his life but the fact is yes it should because y'all would absolutely roast and ruin any black man that did anything that was just slightly less than the behaviors that you expect it happens every single day in the workplace in corporate America in the streets all the time. 
And so, yes, this this behavior is not just a faux pas. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's vile. And that's the thing that I have always kind of crusaded in the best way that I possibly can. By no means do I know everything, and I'm no, like, civil rights activist. But you can, day to day, as a fellow white person, do stuff to call it out and challenge it and make sure that it doesn't happen. Anybody at UNT that has ever know me or talk to me knew that I was not going to put up with that N-word stuff regardless of who was in the room, who was around, what ethnicity was in the room. Everybody knows how I am. And now that may have turned them into like talking bad about me and being like, yeah, she's just super sensitive and worried about some shit that other people don't even care about. I've been told multiple times, like my black friends don't care. So why do you? That's fine. What you don't understand is if you have black friends in your life that have let you use that word around them, it's because you hold the power in that relationship and they are not going to challenge it for one reason or another. You may not feel like it. They may not have told you that to your face. It is what it, that's what it is, period, because that's your privilege that you've had your entire life. You don't even realize where you hold the power in situations without even trying, because that's how shit is set up. And for you to not recognize that, fall back and learn something and instead being like, well, that's not how I mean it. So that's your problem, not mine then you haven't done any research. You don't You don't understand anything about it, and you're not trying to. So, therefore, you are just as much a part of the problem, period. Yeah. And that's speaking from your perspective as a white woman. Me as a black man, I can say nigga all I want. Uh, but <laughs> the, to compare apples to oranges, uh, I kind of feel the same way with the F word. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand that that is something. It, the word is filled with hate. So Mm -hmm. why would I want to say it? And I kind of put that in the same conversation as the N-word, like, that came from slavery, that came from malice. Why in the fuck do you still feel like, even if we've changed the word and we've made it popular and it's in music, whatever whatever the case of the argument you want to put it in, that is still something that I should be able to say. And that's just something you can't say. When I get in arguments, I used to all the time in East Texas, uh, where we're from, and, uh, white women to say the n-word just cavalierly and i'll be like all right bitch and then they get all like in their feelings i'll be like oh so you get pissed off if i call you a bitch but you could say the n-word like just like let's level this out here i'm gonna continue yeah, to call it, you a bitch till you cry and and it's happened yeah i've watched it and then the other thing is there is no white equivalent period point blank there never will be because there is no equivalent to white people being oppressed in the way that black people have been especially in this country, but around the world, period. There's right. nothing else. If you want, I can give you a history lesson on redneck, cracker, whatever. All of that shit originated in terms of endearment that were then turned derogatory. That is completely different from a whole word that is created to oppress an entire people, period. There is no arguing with that. There is no debate. It will never be cool. It will never be fun. And it is your responsibility to challenge the mentality that we were raised on, especially those of us that grew up in the rural South, Mm -hmm. because a lot of us were raised in love your neighbor at church, but at home, you can make fun of them all you want to because it's a known fact kind of a mentality. And the thing that we have to challenge our families and our culture in general is to understand that those things that were taught to us as if they were just facts, we have to unlearn all of that and reprogram because that shit is not real. 
that's a made up shit that our ancestors made up to continue the cycle. And we have to break that cycle. And we have to be the ones. You can't just let other people do it. You can't be afraid of the conflict because this is something that it has to change now, period. And what's most uh, infuriating about the video is every time it seems like we are taking steps forward and we are becoming a better society and we're, we're paying attention to the small things, letting go of the, the things that are past, you get a video like this and it just takes us another 20 steps back on the shit that we're working on. We can have a black president. We can, you know, do so much in the community. And, you know, as I was just saying, like be the front runners of pop culture and the things that are cool. But then we're back to the, Oh, niggers are da, 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 da. And they don't have fathers and they still alive. Like that. That's counterproductive. They need that to be canceled. So wild to me that you, cause I just feel like, their generation has so much more access to information than we did. Cause we did shit that was problematic in middle school and high school for sure. Yeah. Like I look back at shit that we did. <laughs> I'm just like, well, that was tone deaf, but we didn't have as much um, exposure to things. We were missing whole chunks of history in our textbooks and had no supplemental information that these kids have. So that's why I just feel like it has to, it has to start at home. It has to start in the places that we've allowed, because the blatant face-to-face racism, racism still exists, not like it did. Where it's being cultivated and becoming worse and worse and worse is the behind-closed-doors racism. Mm-hmm. That's where it's, at this point, the absolute worst, because that means that everything we're doing outside is just for show, and there's no actual deeper meaning and no roots taking hold in any of this thought process, and it's just going to continue forever. And then like that kid probably was going to the college of his dreams. His daddy was going to pay for it. She said her daddy was going to pay her for a lawyer to like, make sure she went to college or whatever. He's going to go get some degree, have hella connections. Cause we all have learned that these degrees don't mean shit. And it's about who, you know, right. Get some job at like a big ass corporation or where, whatever his dream is, it's going to, come true with a quarter of the work that his any person of color peer, but especially his black man who is a peer to him. And then he will probably get to a position of leadership faster and can continue the cycle of having their little boys club where they only let in who they want to let in. Yeah. And it just continues. Exactly. So I just hope that, our generation, because we are having kids now, can be the generation to really fully break the cycle and raise our kids up knowing this is not okay, period. Not this is not okay in front of people because you'll be judged. It's not a, a it's not a thing to think. Like it's not real. That's not a thing. That's what they used to say, but they were wrong. Right. And not just wrong, but like <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, you said that beautifully. Uh, <laughs> I also just finished my... I don't know why I keep drinking shit that's going to get me hyped the fuck up, but I just finished a venti espresso, and I am... I'm ready to fight somebody now. Where them kids at? I'm ready to bust some ass. I'm ready to bust some ass. Teach some lessons. <laughs> Boy, finna whoop all kinds of ass, man. Yeah, I... 
I I think we we've beat them to death. I don't. I don't it's, just any- un, it's also unfortunate because this is not the first conversation we've had about stuff like this, right. and it by far won't be won't the last. Won't be the last at all. There's always going to be shitty kids everywhere. <laughs> That's true. You want to know who made a bunch of babies? Who made a bunch of babies? Who's responsible for millions of children? Little black babies too. <laughs> Teddy Riley and Babyface <laughs> made a bunch of babies. All right, back up, back up the roller coaster. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, go ahead. Teddy Riley and Babyface were supposed to have an Instagram battle. Uh, if you've been living under a rock, we've discussed it once. We'll discuss it again. All of your favorite artists, uh, producers, whatever the the sort. Uh, we ain't got shit else to do, so now we're just comparing bodies of work. Uh, so two of the the biggest uh, producers of New Jack Swing and R&B and Babyface and Teddy Riley decided to go back and forth with their hits, which are, I know they have at least 115 between the two, if not more. People people were hype for yeah. this. Like, I saw people, like, planning to go to this shit. <laughs> yeah, Diva was asking, like, you ain't dressing up for the <laughs> Teddy Riley? <laughs> I said, motherfucker, I just turned around and mugged her with the, the angry squirrel meme. I was like, nigga, are you crazy? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, two of the, you know, greatest to ever do it, work with any artist you can ever think of, including Michael Jackson. Uh, and they start, or they try. Tell you, this is the thing. I watched it, me and Diva, before. This is right before we got on Zoom and shit. Uh, Teddy Riley was trying to do the approach of a full production. So he had, like, dancers and shit. He had a mic. I think he wanted to perform all of his songs or do, like, live feedback versus, like, conventional wisdom. Just let the song play. Uh, Babyface was trying to get into the room. He couldn't. Teddy Riley wasn't answering the phone. These are old niggas, by the way. So Babyface trying to get in. Teddy wasn't answering the line. Uh, They finally get in. Babyface had his mic it had to be set up to where the feed was coming directly from like the speakers to his mic. And then, you know, Babyface talking into it. So it gave an echo, gave a crazy (laughs) delay. So now anytime Teddy Riley is trying to perform, it's giving wild feedback. But when Babyface is playing his songs by pressing play in his fucking Serato is giving it like crystal clear audio. So (laughs) this, this happened for like five or six songs. They tried to restart it. So the first the first song that Teddy Riley did was uh uh Bruno Mars You uh put your put your pinky rings up to the moon, you know the intro to that. That's what he was trying to do. So he replayed that dumb shit again. It was just a shit show. And the whole time Teddy Riley is blaming Babyface. For Teddy Riley's fuck ups. So <laughs> they stopped. They tried to bring it back again. And then it was like, we, we can't do it. And so they're supposed to do it tomorrow. And during this Teddy whole Riley time, said, this shit is rigged. Yeah, <laughs> the whole time, it got up to 400,000 people viewing. Broke the Instagram <laughs> record again. <laughs> 
So everybody's just looking at it like, what the fuck are these old niggas? You expect them to like hop in and it's jamming and you get to do your little your little new jack bop or whatever. Nah, uh-uh. That shit was horrible. It acted like a 50 and a 60-year-old was running that shit. And uh they they need somebody to to be in the room with them. They shouldn't have somebody gotta take control. Yeah. They need producers because that that wasn't right. <laughs> And then naturally, Twitter got a hold. Specifically, Bruh. Black Twitter got a hold. Oh, they let and these niggas have it. I have three separate threads. You know, usually when people start getting on the same memes, you kind of people will start meme threads, and you'll see a lot of crossover. I pulled three threads that each one has pretty much completely original and different memes through like thirty pictures on each. That means I got. 90 different <laughs> memes that are equally as funny about Teddy Riley and Babyface fucking up my Instagram live. <laughs> the internet had a fucking field day with these two. Well, the thing was, man, they, they hyped it up because... It, hyped. It was like a, a little spark that has turned into a fucking fireball because you think they had like the T-Pain and uh, whoever the fuck T-Pain went against uh, Lil John, T-Pain and Lil John, and before that it was like Pharrell and or not Pharrell, uh, so many producers and artists have done this before, but not the kings of a genre <laughs> like, once we got up to there, you was like, oh motherfucker, let's go, like it's two motherfuckers that are h- held as like people you can't even like debate on are like it's not a Pharrell versus Timberland who you got, nigga. This is Babyface and fucking Teddy Riley. Like, these are <laughs> nigga niggas. And they tried, and it was so bad. Like, I don't think they get to have a redo. And the fact that Teddy Riley was dressed like Neo has really tripped Boy. me out. And then he, his reaction to everything being so bad, which, I mean, how else could he have reacted? But it's just so perfect how he was looking around. Yeah. We're going to post a lot of the Instagram because the shit is so funny. He was blaming everybody but the person who plugged in the microphones into the speakers, into the, like, he, he was being a shitty, a shitty goat producer, as you should, I guess. One of one of my favorites is uh, Teddy Riley's production team, and it's um, two like sixty year old men with their headphones on wrong, like some old school headphones plugged into like big ass computers with a butt mm. PCs, <laughs> and they look confused, like they're trying to figure out what's happening. One of them said, "When you find out your sound engineers graduated from ICDC College, <laughs> and it's just Teddy looking around confused." <laughs> and this is why I don't get. We're Jordan. We're we're regular people. We've never made a hit song. We we record a podcast every week. We figured out how to have an entire podcast recorded via Skype. I figured out how to use a editing tool enough to produce these podcasts every week. These motherfuckers have worked with every digital thing ever <laughs> to make music, including all the instruments. And y'all don't know how to work Instagram Live? Like, it should be plug, plug and play. It shouldn't be that hard. And you had a week to figure it out. It's sad. <laughs> a lot of them use that picture of a young thug looking at the board, confused. Like, yeah. he's trying to figure out what's going on with the music. One of them said, the phone Teddy Riley used to get on IG Live, and it's a Nokia brick. Boy. From, like, <laughs> 2004. 
One of them ones you can throw at a motherfucker. His sound engineer was radio. (laughs) When Teddy hit us with that Spike Lee, I knew he was pissed. (laughs) The picture of Spike Lee at the basketball game. (laughs) Hands on his hips. That's when you hurt hurt. When you've exhausted all options. Are the ones (laughs) when they say all of Teddy Riley's equipment was like kids' equipment. Like one is like the play school, the old uh, boombox with the microphone attached. Oh no! And one of them is that mic that has like the reverb or like the echo on it that you just yelled into all the yeah. time, just run around the house screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy got seven mics, six DJs, five speakers, a partridge in a pear tree, and trying to tell Babyface he the problem. <laughs> And, you know, Babyface is the smoothest motherfucker ever. So when Teddy was trying to tell him what was going on, Babyface was like, nah, man. I mean, I just got my mic and <laughs> and my music. That's all I got, baby. You want me to turn my mic off when you perform and you think that'll do anything better? <laughs> and that was the first time you've seen Babyface without his shades. He took them motherfuckers off. And I was like, oh, this should get serious. <laughs> He had to look a little better so he could hear better. Yeah, man. Them old motherfuckers uh, fucked up. Said Teddy, uh, in quotes, it's on your side, baby face. The rest of the world, no, it's not. <laughs> Boy, what if Babyface cheated just to make himself look like the goat? Because even when yeah. they were like presenting oh, music. When the, live, when the live ended, Babyface was on the other side going, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> My plan has worked. <laughs> the Birdman hand rub. Pinky, <laughs> we did it this time. <laughs> Man. I need to right, right? <laughs> Fucking everybody and their mama was in there. Boosie posted. Kenny smoking here. Charlemagne was in there. <laughs> Tory Lanez. Anybody and everybody was tuned in for the biggest Tony disappointment <laughs> of 2020. <laughs> Oh man, this shit is funny. Yeah, man. So we oh, learned so anything. It was tweeting and roasting the whole time. Yeah, she has a beef with Babyface, I think. I don't know the beef, but like Tony Braxton don't fuck with one of them at all. Well, you know, they both came up during the time period when contracts were ass yeah. in R and B and rap. So I'm Somebody sure there's judged. something there, some bad business. I'm sure Babyface thought he could talk to her however he felt like. Yeah. Nah, baby, just she, just take that shirt off and sing in the booth. <laughs> she uh, first tweeted, "Can someone just let me know when my song's on? Because this is cringe." And then the thing is, Tony Tony Braxton is just as old as these motherfuckers, and she over here posting memes and gifts and shit, yeah, and like with the kids. Because <laughs> then she tweeted the the Chrissy Teigen cringe, like mm. fake smile face with that, and then she tweeted. And it's with a picture of Spike Lee, same thing when he was protesting that call and he's just like fed up and says, now it's no sound. We got to wait seven whole days for this. Yeah. <laughs> it was an epic fail. These, I don't know why these Fisher Price boom boxes with the mic attached <laughs> are just really killing me. <laughs> Every time Teddy had a technical dif- difficulty, Babyface was like, don't worry, I'll wait. Yep. <laughs> it's all right, baby. We got all night. They didn't know the stipulations of the shit. They was like, well, how long should we be recording? How long should we make you just let it play as long as you feel? Y'all didn't plan this shit out beforehand? Y'all didn't put no regulations down? (laughs) I feel like Lil Jon and T-Pain shit was so, like, quick 
everything moved fast. But they they made sound music, so it's not like the New Jack shit where you it take forty five seconds for you to even hear one word. <laughs> for real. Listen, don't even start from. We're gonna skip a whole stanza. Go down <laughs> to the second page of your sheet music. That's where we're starting. <laughs> oh man, when the don't when the songs were playing, I was like, damn, which one is this? And you uh, only get, you only get one chorus. Stop it there. Yeah. First one chorus. <laughs> See, we got rules. We can make this up. We should manage this shit. Exactly. It's not <laughs> they, hard. They said, why Teddy and them still mic checking? He's had since 1992 to prepare. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wait. <laughs> Teddy Riley is ridiculous. Them dudes with the goatee with a line in the middle always be on some other shit. <laughs> you can't trust them. <laughs> So, do you, is this your favorite live now, or are you still, Tory Lanez is the live god? Tory Lanez is the live god. Quarantine Radio took a week off. Uh, I don't know why they took a week off, but it took a week off. Diva, I didn't know Diva loved uh, Quarantine Radio. She was jamming that <laughs> shit just downstairs the other day, just living <laughs> the best life, watching the twerkathons and shit. I'm telling you, it's not the twerking, it's the production. It is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Teddy got a band, a mic, a hype man, but don't have a sound guy? Exactly. <laughs> I'm still going to watch that shit. I mean, you got to because, you know, they, they are some of the goats. But I'm going to be real skeptical. And if they fuck up again, I will publicly shame them on my Twitter myself. <laughs> he said, I can't believe they woke Babyface up from his Black Hollywood vampire cup and sleep cycle <laughs> for this. <laughs> oh, no. The nerve. <laughs> Samar Riley said in the chat, fire them, dad. Fire them all. Boy. That's why I quit off the couch. <laughs> Come on, Samar. Show me how to work this shit. Well, hopefully, surely someone reached out to Teddy and was like, Mr. Riley, I believe I can help you. <laughs> hopefully, surely. That definitely happened. <laughs> That's nothing but, I- hey, man, give me a few hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? I got you. But Give can you imagine, check. like, if that was, like, your mentor and, like, <laughs> you, like, are trying to to reach out to him after this and be like, listen, because, you know, if that's, like, your, like, uncle type, father figure type, because he's everybody's uncle, basically, right. <laughs> trying to reach out and be like, I'm not saying it was bad, but I think I can help you. I think there's some opportunity here. Yeah. <laughs> There's some room for improvement, and I think I can help. Can you just just let me help? <laughs> just, just don't worry. I'm not going to take anything over. You'll still be able to play your music live if you want, even though it's dumb. But but can can all 17 of my people be on? <laughs> and both guitars, the five-piece horns, the drums, <laughs> I need them all, or it won't work. I'm not doing it. I got you. I got you, Mr. Riley. We can do it. We'll oh, make it happen. Man. The fact that you had to have all that just to play your hits. <laughs> makes no sense. He was trying to take it to a new... That's what it was. He was trying to take it to a new level. Yeah. And he wasn't prepared. He wasn't that guy to do it. Leave that to a Pharrell or somebody who's beyond tech savvy. He fully was like, oh, I'm about to show these kids. I'm about to show these youngins. Yeah. (laughs) They don't even know real music no more. I'm about to show them. (laughs) All right, uh. (laughs) You got it, uh. (laughs) Do your thing. 
stand there and look like a complete jackass. <laughs> oh, it's just so sad because not only was it old people struggling with technology, people were so ready and so excited. Yeah. So it wasn't your average one, man. This was supposed to be the one for the books. Literally. Oh, my God. And they still broke records. Yeah, fully. And they probably got a bag from somebody. Imagine if all, like, the 350 people that hopped on immediately, because at least 50,000 of those were just people texting me like, yo, you got to see this shit. All right. Yeah. So, and then it eventually got cut off. But imagine if it was going well and everybody was, like, texting all their family, getting, like, their, like, anybody in that house got Instagram? Go ahead and download Instagram because you're going to see this. Yeah. (laughs) Like, invite people in. I'm gonna put you zoom me real quick. I'm gonna show you. <laughs> exactly. That this it was, it was supposed to break the internet. I definitely thought because I what was I doing? I was doing something. So I was like, either I'm gonna jump in later or I'm gonna just see the recording later. But I haven't even. <laughs> I keep trying to watch it, but I keep ending up on internet comedians doing their version of it and not the real version. Yeah. <laughs> And stuff like that that is so cringy just, like, hurts my soul. That's why I don't like, like, talent shows and shit. That always has given me anxiety. Um, When we were in high school, right (laughs) before we graduated, our English teachers just had had this great idea to start a slam poetry contest. Which, if you're not... Okay. It was really good for the people that were good at it. But spoken word is a different type of performance. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, it was one of the cringiest things I have ever attended with some like sparks of like really positive things. And I really do think it could have been good if it had been opened citywide and they were not the ones vetting the talent for the show. <laughs> hmm. Y'all, I did that. I did the talent show. I did the spoken <laughs> word. I went up there and recited a poem. And my girlfriend did it, and she won. <laughs> or my girlfriend at the time. Let me put it like that. Yeah, y'all weren't bad. The 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 moment where we were like, "Is this working? Is it not? Oh, this definitely should not have been done here." Is the girl who because you could perform an original or um, someone else's work in your own um, interpretation. And they were they had to perform for the teachers first so the teachers could make sure that it was appropriate. And um, one of the girls did a dramatic reading of that's crime mob, right? I got 42 flavors. Of this oh, yeah. Bucket. Charles was so nervous. He wasn't even paying attention to that. But we were dying. Boy. And then we had to tell. um our teachers after the fact that she was talking about her vagina the whole time. <laughs> the fact that they didn't know it's uh what's her name's verse from Rocky Hips. God. Nobody and she knows missed her that name. And she got through it's either Princess or Diamond or somebody. Mm-hmm. Um she got through the whole verse, y'all. She really she said every word. And if you don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, I said 42. It's only 32. <laughs> 32 flavors. This is how she did it. <clears throat> of that bootylicious bubblegum, raspberry, grape, cherry, come and get this honey bun. And I was like, yo, yo, yo. And she knows. No one's going to stop her. Y'all ain't going to stop her. Oh, okay. 
And she got through the whole verse all the way to waving, sipping in this bizzle, which I'm sure Miss Smith thought was some like nonsensical word like uh, Canterbury Tales. Yeah. She was like, wow, that's really good. <laughs> Boy, got one over. Oh, my God. That was one of the funniest things. But it's just so cringy. Like, not everybody in this world is talented. And it's very rare. (laughs) (laughs) To have a high... (laughs) To have a concentration of more than, like, the amount that it takes to fill out a show in, like, rural East Texas. In, like, small towns. Yeah. There's just not... The population isn't dense enough. To actually do that at like one little tiny high school, <laughs> but I mean it was entertaining, and we still talk about it to this day. So who yeah. really lost? <laughs> I still kind of remember my poem, at least the first few lines. And like some people like really got deep with it, and it got like too real, and like we were at one point crying. It was a lot. Yeah. And then the finale, the person who who won, he really killed it, and he probably should have done that for the rest of his life. I don't know what he's doing now. I feel like I should have won, but whatever. Uh, You want to post it on the Instagram? You want to perform it again? Is there a video of that somewhere? No, I'm saying, do you want to go live? Absolutely not. We can get this set up. I can be your audio guy. (laughs) (laughs) I can do a versus. You want to do a versus? I can find somebody else to go against you. Absolutely. No, we good. We good. I'll do a rap battle with my ex that won the talent show. I feel like I can beat her. Uh, speaking of old things and dumb dumb shit, uh, okay. I want to educate you guys about this stupid ass everybody gets money pyramid scheme. Okay. Now, let me let me take this back a little bit. A few weeks, my brother who was 19, 18. He's 18 years old. Uh, very smart. as an entrepreneur. He's uh, a special guy. He posted on his Snapchat the little pyramid thing. And he said, I thought this was fake, but no, nah, it's real. Give me, f- you give me $5. Or give five, make 25, or whatever the fuck it was. And I posted, uh, responded. I said, nigga, what is this? He said, oh, it's like some little pyramid scheme thing. I said, okay. Now, 18-year-olds, I'd seen him post this for a solid week until the 18-year-olds figured out this is stupid. And they stopped. (laughs) So when I went home for Easter, I was like, what happened to your little scheme? He's like, man, this shit fizzled out. Everybody kind of stopped. But I think it's people in Houston still doing it. So if you want to do it, you might need to find your Houston friend. Now, it is the 19th, and all of my college-educated friends are doing this pyramid scheme. Are they really? Yes. All of my (laughs) nursed-degreed friends are doing this. One friend in particular, she was texting Khadijah (laughs) and was trying to get her to do it. And anytime it's anything with money... I'm the ultimate no man. I will say no <laughs> to the day that I die about some money. Like, you got me fucked up. I ain't doing it. Whatever. Uh, but we'll gamble at the drop of a hat. You goddamn right. I pick and choose my shit. Uh, 
So she was like, join it. It's a game. You win $800 at the end. And D was like, I know it's not a game. It's a scheme. And (laughs) nah. So she was like, nah, y'all need to do it and have Chuck do it. You give $100, uh, he gives $100. And then y'all get $1,600 at the end of the game. (laughs) And I'm like, nah, like you a nurse. You take care of people for a living. (laughs) You thought this was okay? And we have another <laughs> nurse friend who tried to do the same thing. But to explain the stupid ass scheme, there is a center uh, of a like pyramid. It, it's a looking it's like down on the pyramid. It's an octagon. Octagon with different layers to it. So the person <laughs> in the middle gets all the money that the people on the outside donated. And then once when that person gets all of the <laughs> said money, yeah, once they get all of said money. That person leaves. The two people on the outside of the circle come in. They start their own circle with a half. It's complicated and it's stupid and it's a pyramid scheme. And there are videos out now explaining how it could be a complete sham and you get fucked over at the end. Like, why are you giving this random person or whoever the fuck uh, money for the fuck of it? They're not doing any goods or services. You're just giving them money. Favorite is when people relabel all because all of the spaces are labeled on like how it's supposed to work, and everyone's like relabeling it as like stupid, dummy, get took for a living, idiot, yep. <laughs> like all the way around. That's what I've been seeing the most of, and I understood the fact that people had to like break it down for other people. I was like, damn, man, <laughs> we are dumb as hell. The only reason why this is happening is because the government gave us $1,200. And we ain't got nowhere to spend it. So it's people oh. that are like still making money that just got a free twelve hundred. You want to flip your money, so you out here trying to. I I don't know. Like it, there are other ways for you to blow your money versus trying to give your money to Jim Bob. So on the Facebook side of that, what you won't be catching me putting any money into is Facebook bingo. Have you uh, seen this? So. I, yeah, you got a friend that started one. We have a mutual friend that started one. I don't know about I, their bingo groups. I've tried the bingo. I've won at that bingo. I've won a hundred dollars, and I probably invested sixty. Is, you're making a fifth, maybe, not even, of what the person who's running it is getting, and I just don't understand the point. That that's what pissed me off. Once when I start <laughs> looking at the numbers, so it's fifteen lines in bingo, right? If they mm-hmm. charge everybody $10, that's $150. They pocket 50. They give you 100 whoever wins. So it's it's the odds and like I don't like the fact that you're making so much money off of our donations cuz they have to put that into Facebook groups or to shut them down because yeah. that's another way of the pyramid scheme basically. Is you mm-hmm. putting in money into a pot just to hope to get something back. And we and can I do better. I got invited into one like a year ago, did not respond. And then in this last week, I've got invited to two new ones. And I was like, what is? No, I no. I'm trying to buy stupid shit for my apartment that I don't need. Thank you. That's where this money is going. (laughs) But you could. That's tangible. You'll be able to touch it, see it, feel it, taste it, whatever. The five senses you'll be able to do with whatever you get. But this is just nine times out of ten. Are literally one time out of 15, you <laughs> fucking get something in return. 
and even then it kind of feels like it's uh, a sham or like it's all scripted. It doesn't feel yeah. genuine. Uh, so I, I'm I'm not here for donating my money to these people anymore. Yeah, I'm keeping my coin. I'm giving it to the Native Americans up I-35 (laughs) at Windstar when that motherfucker opened. Because I will be the first motherfucker when that door open. Guarantee that. I'll be at the bar. (laughs) My my money is going to Wayfair and Amazon. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Spent some money on Amazon earlier. I'm about to spend some money on Wayfair when we get off this. And then I'm about to spend some money at Ulta. Boy. I'm spending my money on nothing. I I am waiting for these. Uh, once they open up outside a little bit, crack their door. I'm gonna uh, go to a furniture store this week and see if I can't get my couches. Some little cheap our, love seats. Oh, our furniture store is not essential. I seen BT Furnishing was open uh, by a friend's house in uh, Duncanville, but I don't. Know if all of them are because the one I want to get it from, all right, the one down the street, but I really haven't checked. So it seems counterproductive because that just seems like a lot of surfaces, and that's kind of the point is it sits on surfaces for a real long time. That and then they got to come to your house and deliver it, which really yeah. isn't the best thing either. But I want these fucking couches, so I'm gonna get them. <laughs> I'm risking it for the biscuit. Yeah, y'all. Texas is partially opening up next week, so expect to see a spike in our cases. Yeah, they sure. fucked up. Greg Abbott's an idiot. <laughs> He's trying to 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 lead the the way, you know, rally the troops, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you give motherfuckers an inch, they will take miles, and uh, I feel like that's what's going to happen. I'm also ready for, like, survival of the fittest to kick in because did you see all these dumbasses in Michigan who protested? It was, like, 200-plus that came and said that um, coronavirus was made up by the media. I guarantee half of them are flat earthers that also believe in God, that also are Trump supporters. They, <laughs> a lot of them had MAGA hats on um, and said that it was just to keep everybody inside to kill the economy and it's not real and we're all going to hang out really close together and prove to y'all and, like, protest and, like, you need to open businesses back up. I don't know if they're still out there or if that only lasted for a day or like what, <laughs> but like, all right, y'all have fun. But one motherfucker gets a coffin. <laughs> Coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. They, whew. It's going to be a rough few months, y'all. It is. And it's stuff like that. It's like the same thing when you were in like class and the teacher was like, whenever y'all get quiet, we can watch a movie. But if y'all aren't going to be quiet, then we're just going to write our ABCs until it's time to go. And it is always that one kid that won't shut the fuck up and ruins it for everybody. I, that's what I feel like all the time. I feel like the like goody two shoes is like, Shh, be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> shut and- uh, I'm that motherfucker in the back like I don't want to watch a lad anyways fuck y'all <laughs> fuck y'all fuck y'all till I get sent out yeah and that's all it takes because the teacher is fed up the <laughs> earth is fed up with us he's trying to tell us some shit and we ain't listening nah we got earth on mute <laughs> alright Jordan with a week full of racism and ignorance gonna wrap us up while you're out there waiting for the next Teddy Riley versus Babyface, we hope you're having a better time than the audio guy who most assuredly got fired this week. <laughs> Super simps. Super simps. Because he definitely <laughs> does not 
associated with Teddy anymore. You At got all. fired during COVID. You fucked. Threw him out like them glasses. Boy. <laughs> but anyways, whatever you do this week, just don't be the next meme. Holla. Deuces. <laughs>